fact, rumour, scrutiny, suggestion. The Huddle. We've got the Wilsons with us. Tim from the Maxim Institute. Simon from the Herald. Hello, you two. Hi there. Hi there, Tim. Oh, Tim, come on. This is third world, isn't it? <laughs> you going to start, Tim? Well, yeah, it is. I mean, here, here's the deal. We've got a private company uh, and a public company running these ferries, and they're both useless. And so that leads me to think, well, uh, and, and also I felt sorry for Robert um, uh, because, you know, there's no communication, there's nothing just left up in the air, that woman from Nelson. So what's the answer? Well, maybe a tunnel. Only the question is, who would build it? Because two words, guys, transmission gully? Simon, what do you think? I mean, this is this is a real reckoning for a lot of us, right? Because we like to think of ourselves as a developed country, and the long, just every year that goes by, more and more stuff just breaks down, and and you just start to feel like we're slipping backwards, aren't we? I mean, or am I just attaching too much importance to some fairies? You are right, we're slipping backwards. We're slipping backwards because we've, for a very long time, on a couple of principles, and one of them is that the government should do as little as they can, and the other one is that actually companies should do as little as they can. So we're used to the idea that if we can get a good, cheap deal, we'll go for it. Um, and, you know, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of both the ferry situations, um, but it definitely feels like, we, you know, living in a country where we're used to paying cheap and expecting heaps, um, chickens are coming home to roost. Well, speaking of which, then, and hold on, Simon, can you, can I, that's, geez, it's driving me nuts. Can you? Sounds, can, like, sounds like he's got a whole bunch of chickens in there. Oh, Lord, uh, more than, the ch- and they're all flapping think, their wings. Anyway, so the producers are going to try, yeah, the producers, producers are going to try to get Simon to step out of the wind. Let's yeah. talk about this, yeah, though. Yes. Yeah, because I think I think there's some there's something in, in what Simon's saying, but also yeah. as a country, we're, we're a bit short termist. We want the cheap, quick, and short term solution. Whereas I think possibly in some sense as well, we well, but, and I, I could be wrong, but it feels like we're coming to the end of an infrastructure cycle, whereby the infrastructure we've got is no longer able to bear um, climate issues, um, but also. Emergencies in some kind, or, or, or um, you know, in the case of the theories, they have supply chain issues, okay, end of COVID, workforce issues, okay, uh, COVID again. But we seem to be at the end of something. Let's plan to avoid being in this position. Uh, the next seven years are over, the next 14 years are over. Let's have some long-term thinking. Okay, so basically what Simon has agreed, and uh, accused us of and you've agreed, is that we're a bunch of cheap asses, and I think that's probably true. Which brings us to the next bit. We face a massive bill here for the rebuild from Cyclone, from from the Cyclone, and already the government is indicating that they're considering raising taxes. Tim, would you pay more? And that's the, yeah, isn't that the, well, it might be more than the $64,000 question. Well, would you pay more, though, Tim? Here's, well, here's the thing. Do I want to give the government more money? Um, sure, if it's accounted for, if it goes straight to the Hawke's Bay, if it goes to projects that work, that are wanted, uh, that run on time, that have KPIs that are met, sure, but experience doesn't suggest that that invariably happens. So the problem is here that we don't trust that they're going to spend it on, on the right stuff. Simon, would you give them more tax to, to pay for the rebuild? Um, I'm sorry, my phone died, so I didn't quite hear the background to that. But what you're asking me is, should we be paying more tax for the rebuild? Well, the basic thing is that um, we always use our taxes to pay for rebuilds. We did that in Christchurch, um, and we will do that again in Hawke's Bay and Gisborne and Murawai and wherever else. Yeah, but you have the choice, Simon, of more tax or taking on more debt. The government can borrow more. Which would you prefer? 
Oh, the, the, the government can easily borrow more. The government could borrow um, billions more and have a very low impact on our, our total debt level. Um, that's clearly a preferable option at this stage. Okay. What about road tolls? Because I had a discussion with somebody today who suggested we should actually be tolling. Let's build the big roads. Like, let, let's replace these roads with decent highways that are going to be resilient and let's charge tolls for them. Would you be okay with that, Simon? Um, I think the the question about toll roads is, this, is hasn't changed in any of this. You can't have a toll road if there's no alternative. So to replace a road that's the only way in or out yep. uh, with a toll road, that's just putting let's, it No, 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 people. fair enough. But let's say it's roads where there are alternatives. Well, um, we have those roads in New Zealand already. Um, Aucklanders travelling north uh, will pay a toll um, yep. every time they leave the city. Tim? Yeah, look, I think I think there does need to be an alternative. Just, um, and uh, look, uh, you're right because I'm stingy and I invariably turn to my bride when we're going up the toll road. I go, can't we? Go Tim, on no, you one? don't, and Tim. Do you? Do you I, actually do that? Of course I do. I'm stingy. Well, how much is the toll, Tim? I know, but it's a, Tim. Do you, you know even what know what the toll is? Yeah, I do. I do. It's about three bucks thirty or something like that. Oh. The issue, though, the issue, though, is the convenience. If they can bill me conveniently to my credit card without having to log in onto a website, bloody bloody blah, blah, blah. So it's stinginess versus uh, stinginess plus an aversion to inconvenience produces, uh, I think, the kind of personality we're wanting to outlaw at the moment. <laughs> okay. All Those right. things are in contradiction, aren't they, Tim? Because normally you pay for the inconvenience. I mean, you pay for the convenience, but you just don't want to pay. <laughs> no, Tim, and this is remarkable from a man who's had four children. All right, we'll take a break. Come back, talk about the truancy officers. Right, we're back with the huddle, Simon and Tim. Simon, do you like the 82 truancy officers? Um, I I think it's absolutely um, essential that we uh, have people back doing this work. But it, the whole, the large issue infuriates me that we we lump the, we use the word truancy to lump a whole lot of different phenomena together. There are kids taking time off school and hanging out in the mall. There are kids taking time off school and going skiing with their parents. Um, but there is a much bigger problem than both of those, and that is kids who are not in school anymore because the last few years, particularly because of COVID, have broken that habit and have broken it in the family home and they've broken it with the kids themselves. And we've got a really big issue of, of engaging kids again in the value of, of an education. Um, truancy officers will help, but it's, it's, it, they're not going to solve the problem on their own. It's, it's our fault, though, isn't it, Simon? We're cancelling the schools all the time. But we go, oh, no, COVID, COVID came along, cancel. <laughs> oh, there's, there, there's the potential. I mean, to be oh, fair, the cyclone, right. okay. the cyclone hit really hard, but we had a, a full day of school before it hit that we cancelled. Oh, you're still on that? Oh, no, I'm just making the point, just making the point. Anyway, Tim, what do you think, though? 82, I love the sound of it, great headline, not enough, right? Because yeah, yeah. these kids are dealing with, these guys are dealing with 10,000 kids each, 31 schools each. There's no way they can manage that workload. Yeah, look, it, it, is, it is a huge workload, um, and, uh, but, but it's a huge issue, Heather. Like, um, one third of school kids not in school, that's a, that's a terrible situation. And what we're missing here, I think, and what this discussion, these discussions have been missing, is the role that parents play in truancy. Yeah. Now, Eero had a report out on this um, uh, a while back and said that uh, one of the reasons why kids don't go to school is that parents are influential in getting them to school. Home is the first classroom. So this is actually, you know, it's, it's a positive step forward, but there needs to be a parent strategy uh, focusing on parents' attitudes to schools uh, and uh, exactly what's important about education. 
And and look, we're, I know we're talking uh, to go back to that one third figure. That means within ten years, one third of one third of those leaving school, they won't know how to count. They won't know how to read. So what the hell are they going to contribute to society? Simon, what are we going to do about Maureen? <laughs> this is Maureen Pugh, who's having trouble understanding that climate change is a real thing. Yeah. Um, what are we going to do? What is the National Party going to do about her? Um, she is uh, not their agricultural spokesperson anymore. She doesn't have climate change responsibilities, and this is a very good thing. Yeah. Maureen's interfering with the line. Maureen is interfering with interfering with Simon's line right now. What do you reckon, Tim? What do we do? Do, do, do the Nats just need to put her at the very I, lowest on the list and just be, you know, can, just, can just I, be rough? Can I just say, who, who cares what Maureen Hughes thinks? Will she be the environment, environment minister? No, she won't. Will she be in Cabinet? Probably not. Even if she's in Cabinet, she'll be bound by um, Cabinet responsibility. I mean, this just feels like, it, it sounds a bit like a purity test. A bit like when you were used to say during COVID, <laughs> I'm against mandates, and people go, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, no, look, um, no, no, Tim, you make a fair point, but Tim, here. Tim, you make a fair uh, point, but the Nats, the Nats have got a bit of a legacy problem here where they need to convince people that they are actually taking this stuff seriously, right? Because there's a kind of a sense that they drag the heels, rightly or wrongly, whatever, and she doesn't help. Yeah, she doesn't help. I think she's actually repented, which is what re- what witch hunts actually do. So, you know, you know, is, but is that actually is that actually going to change the fact that China is planning six times US coal capacity and that Germany is dismantling wind farms for coal burning stations? We have to be prepared for the fact that the water levels will rise. Yep and have some kind of idea of what we're going to do Oh, okay. Listen, Tim Tim and Simon, very quickly then, Tim, adaptation or mitigation or both? Uh, The fantastic article in Policy Quarterly, prepare for the coastal squeeze, use ecosystems, not walls. So that's, I would say, I would direct everyone to that. Okay, Simon, adaptation, mitigation or both? Fantastic column in the Herald today. I did happen to write it. It has to be both. (laughs) Profoundly irresponsible. Don't you talk about it. No, I can't believe the self-congratulation there. Guys, thanks very much. Both of the Wilsons, Tim from the Maxim Institute, Simon from the Herald. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts. No. But it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.